This is a Hoff Studios podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Harry Tales, the podcast where I, Harry Hill, tell you all about the tales of my life here in New York City, fill you in on anything you missed in pop culture this week, and talk about anything I want. This week, we're talking about the Build-A-Bear Horny After Dark series, a little Grammys recap, um, Paris Hilton's new alpaca that she got from Kris Jenner, the fact that I'm fostering a Chanel bag now, and Borgs, which kids are drinking now because I'm... 37 and have no idea what they are, but I found out, so I'm going to tell you guys what they are. Welcome. Welcome back. Um, I'm wearing glasses. I don't know if you guys can see that if you're just listening, but I'm like almost like I, like I can't drive without glasses. Like that's how bad my vision is. And I think people m- might not know that. Um, I'm a contacts wearer, so I'm not usually wearing glasses, but I just got these and I'm like, let's give them a go. Let's see how they, so let's see how they run. I'm also wearing these like Coca-Cola jeans from Urban Outfitters and they cut off at the ankles, which kind of make it hard to like pair with a shoe or a sock. And it's February. So that's, (laughs) that's what's going on now. I just adopted a Chanel bag yesterday. So I want to talk about that because I was posting all about it and I'd been wanting to go to Vivrel forever. Vivrel is, the girl described it as Soho House meets Bergdorf Goodman, which I was like, okay, go off. Apparently it's a handbag rental service. So if you've heard of Rent the Runway, it's basically like you get to pay a subscription price and then you can go in and like rent designer clothing so this is the same thing but for designer bags and I've seen all the influencers in New York going to the showroom picking up bags and I was like okay I want to do that so I made it happen shout out to Sophie at Vivrel for having me in you guys there is like I don't even know how to explain what it was like going into a showroom that was just full of designer handbags, like wall to wall. There's like a Chanel wall. There's a Bottega Veneta wall. There's a Louis Vuitton section. There's a Celine section, which was honestly like in the corner. Like you can tell, like nobody really cares about Celine anymore, but so many bags. Like I've never seen that many designer handbags in one place. And I was really excited because I knew that I was going to be able to take one home, but then I had to choose. And you guys know me. I can't make a decision for my life, but I saw a PVC Chanel bag sitting there and that's like the plastic looking Chanel bag. 
and the first one that I saw was like like yellow orange and green and it was kind of bigger and I ultimately chose that one but they came back and they were like actually somebody just rented this online so if you see another one that you like you have to like let us know because like people be renting so I asked if they had any other colors in the PVC and they brought out this uh like honestly the original the original like Chanel PVC bag that I was thinking of which was like light blue light pink and light green if you know you know if you don't like just picture a plastic Chanel bag (laughs) I chose that one um I was going back and forth I kind of wanted to get like a Bottega clutch but anyway how it works is like you pay a subscription fee and it's members only so like you have to get into it and I think you can use my code, which is like Vivrel slash Harry Hill. Um, I think that's what she said. And if you use that, you can skip the wait list. Apparently there's like a really long wait list. So she was kind of talking about how it's like exclusive and cool. Um, I really like it because it seems like low stakes. Like, it, like to buy a Chanel bag, you have to like literally spend at least like 4K, which is insane. Um, and that's for like a used one. So to get like a new Chanel bag, it's like literally $8,000. And I just don't think I would be able to stomach spending that unless I was making $450 billion a year. You know what I mean? Like I don't, so, so this feels like a, a better alternative. Right. And then I don't need to like stress out about it. The girl was like, so I just want to flag that this PVC bag does have wear And I was like, no, that's literally better. It's literally like a dirty, rotten Chanel bag, (laughs) like low stakes. I don't need to like baby it. And then I can bring it back and get a new Chanel bag or a new Bottega bag or whatever. So this is a little, Vivrel is not a sponsor of the pod, but um, I am really excited to be like fostering the Chanel bag. I think people were kind of confused. I think people thought that I like was... um, taking it home with me like for good like like they just gave it to me or something no it's just a loner it's a loner Chanel bag um but I'm thinking about her right now like I'm away from her and I feel like this is how people think about dogs but I'm thinking about my Chanel bag like this she's just like sitting at home I like brought her into my apartment and I was like welcome home imagine imagine fostering a dog my friend is fostering a dog and she wants to like get rid of it like unfoster it or whatever and she was like harry i know you hate dogs can you like make me feel good about my choice to give it back and i was like absolutely like give it back it's it's it'll be fine (laughs) like it'll be okay like you don't need a dog and she actually said that it had just like bit someone and i was like oh that's like so embarrassing like i couldn't imagine if my chanel bag bit someone and then i had to like apologize for it so in fostering Chanel bags, out fostering dogs. There's so much I want to talk about. As always, <laughs> y'all know me. I watched the Grammys. Um, the Grammys every year are like, whatever. Um, I saw Knock at the Cabin, if you're looking for a movie to watch. It's M. Night Shyamalan's new movie. Uh, it's. I feel like it is kind of a skip. If you like a scary movie to watch in a theater, go for it. But like, I don't think it's actually good. <laughs> I kind of want to spoil it, but I won't in case anybody wants to see it because I'm a good person. Glossier deodorant. I was on a Glossier deodorant journey um, 
I literally went to the store twice in a week to try to get the green Glossier deodorant, which is like the sandstone flavor. It's sold out everywhere, um, but I finally got it. And it actually is really good. I, I wasn't really expecting much because um, I feel like nothing can really compare to like degree, like normal ass deodorant that you just get at Walgreens. But it's actually really good. And um, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So we've got Glossier deodorant, a fostered Chanel bag. And then I think if I got an inflatable hot tub, we would have all of, all of our boxes checked. I started floating the idea of an inflatable hot tub, no pun intended, earlier this week. <laughs> and, um, my one question is like, am I allowed to do that? I know that my floor is concrete, like in my apartment, like I literally jump up and down all the fucking time because all I've wanted since living in New York is a concrete floor. Um, so I know that it's concrete, but like, can I put, I'm on the fourth floor, I'm on the top floor, like I'm on the roof, can I put an inflatable hot tub? And I know you're gonna be like, just like go ask your like, like I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna ask anybody, I just wanna like get it in a box, like hoist it, up the elevator and blow it up and fill it up with like, I don't even know, a hose that I attached to my sink. Um, so just like I got some messages, people were like, oh my God, yeah, like I love that. Like it totally fits me and my boyfriend comfortably. I was like, oh, does it? I was like, okay, TMI. <laughs> All I need is a boyfriend and an inflatable hot tub because I have a Chanel bag now. So what else is there, right? Um, I bought some Livestrong bracelets on Amazon and I think I'm going to try to bring them back in like a post ironic ironic way. But I'm in like beta testing. So like you'll like I posted a selfie wearing a Livestrong bracelet to see if people would notice and people did. But I think I want to like wear it for a bit. I should have worn it today. Um I don't like wearing anything on my wrists or fingers. Like I don't I like to like be like free. Um but I think TikTok is obsessed with like bringing back stuff from like 2008. So let's give it a go. Um, is there anything bad about the Livestrong bracelet? Like, am I going to get canceled? It was for his nuts, right? Nut. Sorry. One nut. I don't know. Um, I saw an off-Broadway show, the Kate Berlant show. It's called Kate. That was really good. Do you guys know when you get a little too drunk, like not so drunk that you're like blacked out on the floor, but like a little too drunk where you wake up the next morning and you're like, okay, I know what happened. And I'm like safe in bed. And like, I have like my keys and wallet and everything. Like nothing's like awry, but you like feel that some, you feel like you did something or like said something. And I'm not usually like this. Like my first inclination when I get drunk is like not to like, say anything crazy or like divulge secrets like I don't do that um which is great <laughs> but I went to a party on Saturday night and I was just like it was just a very um there was a lot of alcohol so like we were drinking and the next day I was like okay I'm like everything's great but then I had this like creeping suspicion that like I said or did something and like nobody was telling me you you guys know what I'm talking about that moment where you're like okay 
something happened and nobody's going to tell me and I'm just going to have to like live in fear for the rest of my life. That's a big price to pay for a Saturday night, right? Like a lifetime of agony in return for a couple martinis on a cold Saturday night in February. I confirmed that nothing did happen. I confirmed that nothing did happen. Even my super, like the, okay, I mean the super, we'll talk about that in a second, but like I confirmed I finally like went to this, I I was like with some people and I went, one of them texted me the next day and was like, hey, so great to see you last night, like thanks for coming. And I was like, okay, so like maybe I didn't like take my pants off and like say something crazy. So, but then I needed to like really confirm. And so I was like, hey, like really just like I need to like ask you like did I do or say anything crazy on Saturday night and she was like oh my god no like no 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 like uh, like no I I was thinking the same thing and I was like okay so we were all on the same page of like vague like vague drunkenness where we're like we're all fine here but like did we so so that was Saturday night um and I survived okay the super thing I'm so used to coming and going from an apartment where there's like it's just me and a stairwell right I leave and I come and I go and maybe I'll see a neighbor like once a week twice a week like literally never seeing other neighbors now I don't see other neighbors that much but I see the super and like the like crew of the building all the time and I it drives me like up a wall like if I thought that I wanted a doorman and I know that I've like talked about this briefly but like I don't want that I don't want that like I'm coming and going and like wearing weird things and like changing outfits and like nobody should see that right like I just (laughs) I just want to like come and go as I please like last night I came in nobody was in there and I have like on the on like a daily basis like I will go home and then go back out like it's usually like day to night so I'll go home have literally 20 minutes to like charge my phone sit on the couch for six minutes and then like get ready and like go back out and last night I was wearing this sequined purple blazer to go to this amethyst themed makeup dinner (laughs) and I walk out And I'm in, I'm wearing my like boots. So I'm like clickety clack. I'm wearing this like big black trench coat and the whole crew is there. There's like five guys like standing around the front desk and they all turn and look. And I have to be like, hey guys, like clacking through. Like, can we not and say that we did? Like, I just don't want to do it. And I always feel like I have to like stop and be like hey guys what's up like how's it going and like I don't want to do that I just don't does anybody else want to like come and go anonymously and then I'll put on my sunglasses upstairs and I will literally take them off in the elevator so that I can walk by the desk and not like be annoying and like oh there's the dude on the fourth floor who wears sunglasses to like leave the building you know what I mean like I just like and I know that it's like in my head and I know that like I shouldn't care but whatever um that's my that's my superintendent rant let's talk about the Grammys um the Grammys every year you know the quote that's like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results I feel like we're that's where we're at with the Grammys like I think every year 
I get so excited. And then every year it's literally a deja vu fever dream of like up next Stevie wonder up next Belinda Carlisle. And I'm like, we see them every year. They're like the, they're like music's groundhogs. Like we see them every year and they like dictate the moment. And I don't understand why we don't see them for the rest of the year. Like, I don't know. I was watching it with, I had some friends over to watch it and Kat was like, Stevie Wonder is clocked in at the Grammys. Like they put him to work every year. And it's true. Like, do we not see the same? I feel like they have the same, like same performances every year. I don't know. Um, Every year I'm expecting like a Lady Gaga moment, like a Lady Gaga VMAs moment. That's just like never going to happen. But the Grammys Grammied, Taylor Swift went, so we got some we got some good Taylor Swift dancing awkwardly clips. Um, the big thing that people were talking about, of course, is Harry Styles winning album of the year for Harry's house and beating out Beyonce for Renaissance. I just wish we could go back to pinning artists against each other for their like music and not for like all the like other labels that they have, right? Like I hate that it's like all we can't just like also i think we set the artists up for failure when like apparently winning against beyonce is like the worst thing that you could possibly do as an artist um which has got to make beyonce feel kind of weird honestly like i don't know somebody was stitching a video of taylor swift standing up for harry styles this year like just now with um the video of her getting interrupted by kanye because when harry styles won this year um, people in the audience were literally booing him <laughs> and like heckling him. And then he went up and he like did this kind of like awkward speech where like you could tell that he knows that he's going to get shit for it before it even hits the web. Like he, it's like, you know, I just think that's so awkward for like everybody involved. Like, I don't know. They should, I don't know how they would like safeguard against that, but maybe they should just have like a separate category for Beyonce where it's like every year she just like wins by default. Like maybe that would make people feel better. I just remember like Billie Eilish did the same thing. I feel like everybody goes up there and they're like, hi, sorry that I won. I did see a good take from Grimes because she commented on something Charlie XCX made a post on Instagram where she was like, um, me not being nominated for Crash is kind of like Pearl not being nominated for an Oscar, um, which was Mia Goth, which like she was kind of she was like joking. She was like, they just don't want to see hot, hot girls thriving, hot, evil girls thriving, Um, which true. Um, someone retweeted it and was like, why, no offense, but like, why would Crash be nominated for a Grammy? <laughs> I was like, maybe we just need more, uh, categories. Maybe we, maybe we do need like a, like hot girl pop album Grammy. Right. And then there, I don't know. Why are there also like four contenders for some categories and then like 12 contenders for other categories? Like, I feel like album of the year also has like 12 nominees where it's like, why are there that many? Just like, let us choose from four. Very interesting. But Grimes commented back and was like, you shouldn't worry about the Grammys. They're literally like the most irrelevant thing ever. I haven't cared about them since I was on a panel for um, producer of the year and they wouldn't let her nominate anybody interesting is what she said. And uh, 
I think we forget that. I think we forget that like the Grammys aren't voted on by Twitter users. They're like, it's like a, you know, quote unquote prestigious organization. I don't, (laughs) I don't know. I think um, we're at the end of the line with like a lot of these things. Like I think we'll see the Met Gala, the Grammys, the Oscars. Like I think we'll start to see them getting refreshes. Like I think it's happening, but I think we'll see it like actually really happening because I think the um, the committees, the boards, the Grammy committee, I guess, the, you know, they're getting older and they'll die very soon. <laughs> um, Sam Smith and Kim Petras performed Unholy, which it's, there's always one performance at any of these award shows that is like, you know, it just uses red lights and a bunch of dancers wearing red and everybody's like, oh my God, satanic devil worship music. Like, I can't believe this. Like, don't let your kids see this. And of course, as a gay adult living in New York City, I'm like, honey, it's a red light. Like, like, I don't know, put on some 3D glasses and it'll be blue. (laughs) All right, let's get into some headlines. This one's from Yahoo. Kim and Khloe Kardashian and Kris Jenner gift Paris Hilton's baby boy the most amazing stuffed animal, and we're in awe. Teddy bears and baby blankets are common and thoughtful gifts for new babies, but the Kardashians always go one step further, and to their surprise for Paris Hilton's baby boy is definitely unique. This businesswoman and socialite revealed on her Instagram story early this morning that Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, and Kris Jenner gave her a giant stuffed alpaca. We are in awe of this stunning life-size stuffed animal. So I went to Paris Hilton's Instagram story to um, hear it from the camel's mouth herself. (laughs) Is it the camel's mouth from the horse's mouth? From the horse's mouth? From the dog's mouth? From the Paris's mouth? Let's have a listen. What an amazing surprise to come home to. I literally thought this was a real alpaca. Thank you so much, Chris, Kim, and Chloe. This is so amazing, so thoughtful, so cute, adorable. And no, everyone is not a real alpaca. It is a toy one. (laughs) So adorable. See, now I love collecting my little creatures. But this one is on another level this is epic thank you my baby boy is going to love this so much and i love it so much and it looks perfect next to my giraffe <laughs> love you girls so much and can't wait for you to meet my little baby boy love you <laughs> okay the funny thing about paris Hilton is that she's literally like laughing her way through life like we knew that since watching the simple life but I love that she goes, like, in and out of her, like, little baby voice, and she'll be, like, loves it. Like, thank you, guys. Thank you. It's obviously not a real alpaca, but you guys know that. (laughs) My baby boy is going to love this. I love you guys. Love you girls. (laughs) She's literally, like, she, she she knows that it's ridiculous, and she knows that she just knows you, like, feel that energy. Like, you can feel it through just that Instagram story that she she knows. You know what I mean? But this article goes on to say, 
The towering alpaca looks big enough to ride on as it stands prominently in Hilton's foyer next to a white giraffe lamp and a beautiful portrait of Hilton. Her baby won't be able to play with it anytime soon, but it will make for an amazing nursery decoration. Um, and I love reading the comments on these articles because, like, I don't know who, I don't know how, where, who, what, when, where, why. Somebody named Bradicus says, that boy will be wearing dresses soon. <laughs> what does this have to do with an alpaca in Paris Hilton's foyer? Somebody named Mickey said, I would be annoyed at having that big thing just hanging around. Big thing hanging around. And it's an alpaca from Kris Jenner. Also, why is it from Kim, Chloe, and Chris? Was Courtney like, eh, count me out? Like Courtney was like, fuck her. Like, I don't want, I don't want any, I don't want to contribute to the alpaca fund. Just interesting. I just, I, I need to know how logistics work. Like, are they in the group chat? Like, hey guys, like anybody want to pitch into Paris's alpaca fund? And Kim's like, yeah, sure. Chloe's like, bet. And then Courtney's like, um, I'm good. I'm good, love. Courtney's like, mm, double it and give it to the next person. <laughs> and then Kendall and Kylie didn't even respond. I just need to know. And then Chris gave her some Hermes dishes with like little drawings on them. Um, what do people do with baby gifts? Like when you get like a rattle, like a silver rattle or something, like bougie baby gifts that like you can't actually use. What do you do with them? People in the comments were also saying that the Kardashians were just like re-gifting an alpaca that they got for one of their babies and like unloading it onto Paris, which I think is funny and could be true. I would do that if I got a big alpaca for one of my kids and then they like grew out of it. I'd be like, okay, let's give it to Paris Hilton. Um, can we, can we get this alpaca out of here? Let's give it to Paris Hilton. Speaking of big animals just hanging around, Build-A-Bear just launched an after dark series of horny teddy bears. Who said stuffed animals were just for kids? Asks the Build-A-Bear website. Why should they get to have all the fun? Welcome to Build-A-Bear After Dark, a new series of teddy bears designed specifically for adults, a concept I'm currently struggling to resolve with my lizard brain. Are these bears supposed to be horny? See above, a Chad teddy bear with a lion's mane and a silk robe lying on a shag carpet with a single rose and two glasses of wine. It's fairly clear what this teddy bear's intentions are. Eh, disgusting. Is this necessary, you guys? The horny teddy bears, you guys, is this necessary? It made me think about my my first Build-A-Bear, Clementine, who was anorexic, but she wasn't horny. You know what I mean? Like we have to be, we have to be like age appropriate. I guess anorexia is probably not age appropriate for like a third grader like I was, but um, I was intrigued. And Build-A-Bear makes you put in a weight for your bear and I was in the store like okay she's gonna be 93 pounds the Build-A-Bear After Dark concept was announced on its Facebook page earlier this week it's clearly a Valentine's Day related play wink wink read the post our gift shop is full of gifts for adults too shop Build-A-Bear After Dark for unique gift ideas that are sure to get you hugged ugh even more disgusting get you hugged ew are they saying what I think they're saying? I went to the Build-A-Bear website to do some research and you have to 
click that you're 18 or older to get into the bear cave, which is like where all the like horny bears are listed. And I'm just going to share with you some of the makes and models that you can get. So there is a rabbit named Paulette, spelled P-A-W-L-E-T-T-E. Whip up an adorable and hilarious Valentine's Day gift with the help of Paulette. This cheeky bunny makes a sweet treat dressed in her cute chocolate-covered strawberry outfit complete with a red satin robe and plush whipped cream can wristy. It's a unique Valentine's Day gift idea that's the perfect combo of nice and just a teensy bit naughty. Ooh. If my non-existent boyfriend's listening to this, just get me some roses. <laughs> no need for a slutty teddy bear named Paulette that's actually a rabbit. They've got a dog named Barkley, spelled B-A-R-K-L-E-I-G-H. Everyone loves Barclay. Have a doggone fun Valentine's Day with this plush pup and her little black dress and fuzzy slippers. Little black dress. Barclay. Like, okay, 10 points for creativity, but then we're going to dock those 10 points for being, like, weird. But they did say, I was reading this other article, I was, like, I was doing literally Build-A-Bear research, and somebody wrote an article talking about how they used to work at Build-A-Bear, and they were trying to get to the bottom of like why Build-A-Bear was coming out with horny bears and Build-A-Bear declined to send them a comment, but they did send like a spokesperson release. That's like Build-A-Bear is celebrating 25 years. And a lot of the people that got Build-A-Bears as kids are now adults. And we wanted to give them something to like buy as well. And the first, the first time that I saw like the person who brought these to my attention was this woman on TikTok who was like, she was like, look, <laughs> I don't know why, like, let me see if I can find it. Cause I, I want, I want you to hear it from her and not me, but she was the one who showed them to me. And I was like, I need to learn more about this. Like I need to, I need to figure this out. Now I know my opinion in this situation is not going to matter cause the money's already spent on the ad, but here's my opinion anyway and this is a very targeted ad so not everybody in america is gonna see this but i want y'all to see this like why is it called build a bear after dark and then why the build a bear's got daiquiris now i know my opinion so the some of the build a bears have like these like big ass like you know like the big like alcoholic drinks that you get on like las vegas strip the ones that make you like literally sick the build a bears have those so this woman was like on TikTok, like, why do they have daiquiris? And like, why am I being served this ad? <laughs> she was like, why me, Build-A-Bear? Um, which I thought was funny. And I was like, let me learn more about this. And there's a bunch of, um, a bunch of the bears have like little alcohol accessories. There's, there's a, a Paulette version that says rosé over roses. And she's wearing these like black, these black boots. Like, she's giving Pretty Woman, Pretty Rabbit. It's on sale right now, actually, if you want to buy that one. The Rosé Paulette. It's on sale for $45.50, marked down from $49. A steal, if you ask me. And then there's some men. Like, there's, like, ew. There's, like, a lion. It's called the Lovable Lion Love You More gift set. And it's a lion wearing boxers and a shirt that says I love you more carrying a bottle of champagne I'm like ew 
I'm like, ew, I do know what your intentions are, and they're not good. My my Build-A-Bear was so much more wholesome than this. Would you get these for your kids? I guess they're not for kids. Would you get these for your, if you're like an adult, would you get your significant other a slutty Build-A-Bear? I'm good, love. Literally, no, I'm good. Okay, speaking of, speaking of other merch, we've got some other merch. Panera came out with a Fendi baguette bag. Panera is taking the baguette bag, a very Y2K style first introduced by Fendi seriously and launching a limited edition run of 500 embossed green purses in conjunction with New York Fashion Week. Presumably, no one at New York Fashion Week is much concerned with Panera, but food brands are increasingly looking to fashion collaborations to gain clout. Each purse, which costs $39.50, is long and thin and perfectly sized to carry one of Panera's new toasted baguettes. Okay, so this is from an article from Eater, eater eater.com. Eater. Eater Dan. I woke up to the Panera baguette bag and I was impressed. If we're being completely honest, I was like, okay. I I clicked on the link. Panera follows me. So I thought I was going to get like hooked up, right? I thought they were going to be like, do you want a bag? Like, what's your address, miss? Uh, But they didn't. I commented... Wait, I need. And they said, yeah, you do. They commented back and said, yeah, you do. Then I was like, is this the end of the conversation? Or are we going to... you going to slide? <laughs> I, so I just bought it myself. I just bought it myself. It was like $44 with tax. Free shipping, though. Don't know what that means. But um, I figure it's camp. Although they're saying that it's for New York Fashion Week, but it is going to ship in March question mark. So I don't know what that's all about, but I figure it would make good content and then I could resell it to beacons closet for 50 cents, you know, cause beacons always gives a, a nice return on investment. What is that called? ROI? What if I <laughs> imagine, what if I went to beacons closet with my Chanel bag and I was like, like, sh- like in a black hood and I was like shady about it. And I was like, you want this bag? It's gonna cost you. And then I go to Vivrell and I'm like, um, uh, a dog ate it. A dog ate my Chanel bag. And then I don't, I, I, I don't know what happens with that. That's one of the like perks of being a creator with that kind of stuff is like you kind of, it's like, like I didn't need to like sign any forms or anything. They're just like trusting me. And I was like about to take a picture of me like with the Chanel bag in bed, <laughs> like like having it like on my pillow. But then I was like, are they gonna be like weirded out by this? And like not let me rent another bag? <laughs> Cause I think if if you're not, I think like to the to the average person they like vet you. Cause I was like, how do you make sure that there's not like, you know, bad Chanel moms renting these bags like do you like how do you do you guys have a system for like vetting people she was like yes we do they have to like apply and but I was like what happened what happens if the dog does eat your Chanel bag like I wonder if there's a clause or something I don't know that's a good question I should ask okay anyway I also want to talk about Borgs so um I know that my age is showing but apparently kids are drinking Borgs and a Borg is 
you buy like a gallon jug of water, like one of those like plastic jugs of water, pour half of it out and then fill it back up with vodka. So now you have half water, half vodka, and then you spray Mio into it. Like you like pour one of the like whole, like you squeeze like a whole Mio into the jug and then you carry the jug around and you go to Borg parties. And I've just started seeing these on TikTok. So I went to my friend Seth, who is like more recently graduated from college than I am. And he also went to Purdue, which is like a bigger school. I went to a little gay school in Manhattan. So um, we didn't have like frat parties or like Borg parties. But essentially, I asked him all the questions. So I'm going to like, I'm going to go through because I was like, can you tell me about Borgs? He said... Honestly, I don't know where it started, but TikTok and Greek life really helped spread it in the last year. He says, Borg stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. Oh, because I was like, why is it called Borg? Okay, so Blackout Rage Gallon. That is so freaky. When I think of water and vodka, like I get physically like, like I'm like I turn white and start sweating, you know, like I'm queezed out. He says, you can add or change proportions as you like, but the standard is a one-gallon jug with half water, half vodka, and a whole bottle of Mio. And he sent a picture of, (laughs) he sent a picture of the jug and the bottle of vodka and the Mio, like, on a checkout line, which I'm sure the cashier is like, have fun tonight, (laughs) you freak. The cheapest, shittiest vodka you can find is acceptable because you need a lot of it. This is like a newer thing as the TikTokification of Borg has gone on, but now people name their Borg. Always with a Borg pun. Okay, so like now that TikTok is on to the Borgians, people name their Borg. So I saw one named Borgette, and I was like, okay, that's cute. Um, my thing is, okay, so he also says you don't just show up somewhere with a Borg. It has to be a Borg party. Because I was like, like, are we really just like carrying jugs around? My biggest question, though, was do you just carry it around? Like, you're literally carrying a gallon jug. And he was like, yeah, you carry it. Like, you don't leave it anywhere. Like, you literally carry it. And all the videos on TikTok show kids literally standing around. Like, picture a frat party, but everybody's holding a jug of, like, red liquid. Like, and then this woman stitched it, and it has a bunch of views. And she's like, I'm a... harm reduction specialist and like I think this is a good idea because they're like staying hydrated honey you pour a fifth of vodka into a water jug I don't think there's anything healthy about that he says also Borgs are a beautiful way for the host to have a have to provide nothing besides a venue it's making BYOB fun (laughs) which is like okay T like bring your own bring your own Borg he says it's 50% water so you don't feel like shit the next day I was like, so do you share them with people? I said, do people share Borgs? He says, you can share with a partner, but that's it. He says, you carry it because you don't want to lose it in a sea of other Borgs. Wow. Would you guys do that? Borgs. Imagine watching the Grammys with a Borg. Like, imagine you host a Grammys party and everybody's just carrying a Borg. Or, like, sitting with a Borg in their lap. Imagine next week I show up to record the pod with, like, a Borg and a straw coming out of it. And, like, I'm just, like, and, like... By the end of it, I'm like, and the Borg is really, really good, Harry Tales. I don't know about that one. I'm glad that I got out of school before 
the pandemic and before Borgs. Like, are Borgs a new pandemic? I don't know. Borgian. We're going to call this episode Bad and Borgy. Blackout Rage Gallon. Blackout Rage Gallon. Imagine the damage control you have to do after a Borg party. Like, imagine imagine going to your friends and being like, did I? And they're like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And you did it at my birthday party. <laughs> and you did it at my birthday dinner. Imagine James Charles with a Borg. Imagine James Charles with a Borg and a BBL at Coachella. Imagine if they let you bring, what if they like, what if like music festivals died so much that they were like, you can bring your own Borg. And then everybody's just like literally like chit faced, chit faced at the Sophie Tucker tent. <laughs> Tries a Borg. I should come up with the millennial version of Borg. Yeah, Harry, it's called a martini. <laughs> God, so, so funny. I recently learned that dirty martini doesn't mean like extra. I thought it meant extra alcohol. It just means extra olive juice. So this whole time I thought when like in a TV show or like one of my friends was like extra dirty. I was like, oh, this bitch wants to get drunk. No, she's just disgusting and likes olive juice. Like, (laughs) so then I'm over here. I don't like olives and I'm like, yeah, I'll do extra dirty too. And, like, I don't even know what any of it tastes like to begin with. So I'm just like, okay, like, sure, like, it tastes like a martini. But now I know that if you want it to just be, like, just the alcohol, it's, you you say neat. Like, you want it neat. I'm, prob- I'm probably wrong. I, I should have a mix- mixologist on the pod. I should, have a, I should have a harm reduction specialist and a mixologist on either side of me. And I'll be like, all right, Borgs, what do we think? Go. And the mixologist is like, uh, sounds pretty good to me. And the harm reduction specialist is like, yeah, me too. Water's great. And I'm in the middle, like, one dirty martini, one dirty Borg, three dirty Borgs later. All right, you guys. I hope you have a Borgus weekend. (laughs) I hope everybody has a Borgus weekend. And uh, I will talk to you all next week I did actually just am remembering now and I probably shouldn't remind you but I was supposed to have a dinner fact and I didn't have a dinner fact so we're gonna we're gonna repurpose my content like we usually do and we're gonna have the Borg be the dinner fact so like if you are above the age of 25 go to dinner go to your coworker, and be like do you know what a Borg is and then just you know and you can google like Borg drink on google and it'll come up like Literally kids holding gallon jugs of water and vodka. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week. Have a Borgus weekend. Ta-ta for now. Bye.